limited series, um, we still stuck on verse three. But the truth of the matter is that we don't really understand the foundation which is found in verse one, two, and three. The rest of the bitches does not make sense. And we don't understand that we are in Christ, and based on being in Christ, you have everything else. If you don't understand that your salvation is not whether you're good or bad, it's based on whether you're in Christ. If you don't understand that in Christ, that He's He's the source of your resource. If you don't understand that your identity, who you are, your significance, your value is not based on your job, your bank account, or your clothes, but it's based on knowing who you are in Christ Jesus. If you don't know that, if you don't know that that because you're in Christ, the, the trouble that Satan used to throw your way shouldn't bother you no more. That, that Satan has already lost. But when you know you're in Christ, that the same thing that used to trip you up shouldn't trip you up no more. Because now you know who you are. Now you know you can stand flat with it and say, I'm covered by the blood. Why you need to hear what the Lord is saying through His Word. Amen. Amen. We're coming out of Ephesians chapter 1, and we are reading Ephesians 1 through 3 out of the Amplified. I'll read it out of this. I got the classic, you got the Amplified. Sometimes it reads differently, but it reads like this. Paul, apostle, a special messenger of Christ Jesus, the Messiah, by the divine will, the purpose and the choice of God to the saints, that is, if you were saint, you, you are consecrated and you have been set apart. Amen. Hallelujah. And Ephesus, who are also faithful, loyal, steadfast in Christ Jesus. May grace, God's unmerited, undeserved favor, and his spiritual peace, which means that you have peace with God and harmony and unity. And watch this undisturbedness, which means that you use your faith. No matter what Satan throw at you, you can get back to your faith. You can get back to your peace. Is anybody here got peace? Is anybody here got trouble all around you? But God got you in the state of peace. Listen, listen, listen. Be yours. Say it's mine. It's mine. From God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ, which means the world didn't give it. So the world shouldn't be able to take it away. Hallelujah. May blessings, that's pray, salvation, and eulogy be to God the Father, our Father, and our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, who has already blessed us in Christ Jesus with every spiritual, everything given by the Holy Spirit, blessing in the heavenly realm. Somebody say hallelujah. Somebody say thank you, Jesus. Amen.
want to come with you today is go get your blessing. Find them out. Move Tracy out the way and allow her to be a manifestation of your glory. Father, speak to us. Lord, minister to us. Lord, open up our eyes that we may hear what you are saying. Even now, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Last week, I left us with the picture of Israel walking out of Egypt, Egypt being a type of a world bondage, and Pharaoh being a type of the devil. I left us with the fact that the that the Israelites walked through the Red Sea by a miracle. <laughs> and, 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 when, and when Pharaoh, a type of devil, tried to come back and get them to bring them back into bondage, God goes up the Red Sea and drowned their hats. Drowned what used to be. Drowned what used to hold them bondage. And I told you that, that Israel is a type Old Testament us. So therefore, as we walk through the book of Ephesians, I will show you the picture of what God has done for us in the book of Joshua. I told you that the Red Sea is like us walking through the blood. I, I told you that, that when you walk through the blood, that the very thing that saved you to grow when you couldn't walk through with you. I, I told you that, that, that because you went through the blood, that, that, that the bondages and the power of Satan was broken because the blood that set you free. I told you that it's not in power that he has us, but that there has to be a renewing of our mind, a renewing of our understanding that you have to step into the truth of who you are. And it's a process. You know, I, I, I'm realizing that, that it's also a choice. You have to make an intentional choice that you're going to believe what God says about you. Uh, somebody need to hear me. That, that in spite of what you feel, in spite of what you've been through, that what God says, it trumps your emotion. It trumps your experiences. That you will stand flat-footed and you will say to yourself what God says about you. If God says you're chosen, you ought to say, I'm chosen. If God says, I've been washing the blood of the Lamb, I've been washing the blood of the Lamb. If God says in His sight, it's as though I'm perfect, in God's sight, I'm perfect. Now listen, I'm still not where He wants me to be, but my spirit can see it. So the, the divine seed in me doesn't Yes, the real me is the new me. So I'm 
dictate to us who we think we are. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wouldn't it be silly of the Israelites to go back and say, I'm going to go get me a dead soldier and let him take me back to Egypt. We do that. We still reach back to stuff. Huh? Dead stuff. Dead stuff can't produce life. So why would we reach back and stay stuck? Right. And stuff that the power of the blood is taken care of. We have to press forward. Tell your neighbor forward. But then they forward. forward. Hold on down. There's a problem. There's a problem. There's a problem. Like the children of Israel, God has given them that. The problem is there's still giants in the world. Let's deal with this. Why don't God just make everything move out of my way? Y'all with me? And just make it easy for me. See, the problem is that if God did that, you would not grow. The object of the journey is that your faith grows. Your faith doesn't grow unless it's get tested. Listen, listen, if, if your current level of faith is never tested, you will never experience more than God. In my own personal life, it had not been the mountaintop that I learned God. It's been in the valley low. It is after I have trusted God through some stuff I didn't want to go through. But on the other side of the valley, I learned some things. Do it. 
God lets us show on. But, but we have a responsibility to fight for what he's saying. You have a responsibility to fight for the vision he has given you. Tell me to somebody that sometimes the only thing you've got is a promise. Sometimes all you've got is a vision that God has set before you. Jesus endured the cross, Hebrews chapter 12, for the joy that was set before him, which means that he had the ability to look through the cross, look through the pain, look through the suffering, because he knew he was coming up on the other side. Is anybody in the house that God has promised you? Listen, I'm not even talking about everything. I'm not even listening to David. David, come help me. Psalms 27, verse 13. He said, he said here he is brother from Saul. His, his friend has turned into his enemy. His mentor is trying to kill him. And here David is in the desert, having done nothing wrong. And here he is being chased by the man he loved. The man that he became like a son to. And David, listen to him, because he's writing this as an actor. He said, he said, and I did not believe to see the goodness of him. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on.
with his goodness until we believe that he's good. Oh, I need to say that again. We cannot be trusted with his goodness until we prove that we know he's good by trusting him when it doesn't seem like it's good. To then this resource, this account is by faith. So watch this. Oh, watch this, watch this. I'm not trying to tie this knot. So your testing is for your increase. Because your testing increases your faith. And your faith allows you to go into your account. Because the only way you can get into your cow, the only currency, the currency that can open your cow is your faith. Yeah. Can I prove it? Okay, let me prove it. It says, it says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. And they that believe that he is must diligently seek him. And he will reward you. Think of what diligently can. Can I change diligently? Diligently, diligently, that, that you got to be willing to wait on it. It means when God don't seem like he's doing nothing, you got to wait he's doing something. I mean, you got to have a knowing in your spirit when folks think you crazy. You got to maintain your integrity that God got to blessing you. Listen, you will not have a crowd walking in with you if you want to go deep with God. How can I say this? God will meet us where we want to be with him. Now with me, let me finish this up because I don't know how I'm going to get to, you know, I don't know how I got prepared for the, for the, what is that called? What is that? I hate to get it out. I'm trying. Super Bowl. <laughs> George, Beverly Shay was the singer, bass, baritone singer of Billy Graham. And, and many of us don't know this, but, but when they first got together, started singing, uh, George Beverly Shay was already famous as a gospel singer. Billy Graham was just starting off. So when they went into a city, the headlines of the newspaper would read in bold letters, it would say, George Beverly Shay is coming. Uh, and then in small print, Billy Graham was preaching. Billy Graham talks about how his faith, he said he would rather hear him saying before he preached before anybody. He's, he's laying on his diamond. He's died. He's sick. And um, Mr. Shea said he had a vision. And in that vision, he was walking with Jesus. And then he was walking. There was this big, like, warehouse. Yeah. And, he, he, and he saw presence there. And he said, can I go over and see what it is? He said, yeah, sure. Jesus said, yeah. He picked up the box and it had his name on it. He picked up the next box. And it had his name on it. And he realized that all the boxes had his name on 
it. And he said, Lord, what is this? He says, these are all the untapped blessings and gifts I have for you in the land of the living, but you did not trust me enough to open up your gifts. This is saved. But, but watch this. But once you get in heaven, it's too late to open This is for down here. Already in our account, already, and I think that one of the reasons that we might be crying when we first get to heaven, that we don't realize that we settle for crumbs. We allow Satan to trick us because we were determined to have it our way. You know what? If you're determined to have it your way, God says, have your way. Have your way. He's not going to make us. But watch this. Somebody said to, to whom much is given, much is required. You're exactly right. But watch this. You, you have to show forth that you are trustworthy. Then comes a greater anointing, a greater of what God has for you. As, as, he, as he builds up our integrity, let me go here. If God can't t- trust us in the valley, he surely can't trust us on top of the mountain. It is the valley that he builds your integrity. You understand that? It, it's in the valley where, where you praise him anyway. It's in the valley where I'm going to stay right here. It's in the valley that you stay in the court and don't do your own thing. It's in the valley when things not go right, when it looks like you're losing, and it looks like you're going down for the last time, and you like Job said, God, I trust you. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know why you're doing it. And God said, I can trust you to lift you. Because when it wasn't easy, you set your eyes on me. So now I know I can put my glory on you, and you are built and strong enough to hold my glory. That's for all of us. That's for all of us. So, so the tap into is if I'm going to tap into my blessing, there's some things that I got to have. One is I got to learn how to praise Him. What is what is going to feel like? And, and, and God will show you stuff in the future. Yes, that if, 
after you say it, folks will mess up your future. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are y'all ready to hear what I'm talking about? Some folks don't want you to go higher because they're not willing to go higher. So, so if you tell them what God is saying to you, they will talk you out of it. You, you, you got to be careful who you hang with. You know, how can I say this? You got to get to a place it's okay to be uncomfortable. I know when God is taking me higher because there is a season in my spirit that I just don't fit in nowhere. You know what I'm saying? I got uncomfortable. I know from experience when that's happening, God said, I'm getting ready to make a move and I'm making you uncomfortable with where you are because I got to take you to where you don't want to be because you're not comfortable there. That is my purpose for you. It's my anointing on you. So, for, for right now, you're going to feel like you don't fit in. You'll be around the same people, but it just don't feel the same. You'll be doing the same thing. It just don't. So, what God is saying in the Spirit, He said, I'm preparing you to be okay with me moving you in a place you never been. Some of us will fight God because we don't want to change. I don't care. Okay, I promise I'm gonna be up. I'm gonna hit the skin. Sometimes what we call the devil is really God. And we're rebuking the devil, and what we're trying to do is rebuke God, because God will mess in your business and get you to change. What he wants 
when Kobe died. And when Kobe died, you know, Britt texted me as soon as Britt texted me. I got a notice of cross. But I tell you what blew me away. It's not his basketball. Now listen to me, because some some of y'all and I want to say we we can miss this. It was the way his wife and his daughter looked at him. Tell me I missed that. It wasn't what he did. It was the response to him by his daughters and his wife. So the interview where, where, where he had he messed up, but he, he recommitted his life and went to counseling. He even met that morning before the head held at the cross. He went to church. He said he knew. Now he knows that it's the Lord Jesus Christ. And he took that basketball mama mentality and poured it into his girls and his wife. He gave his life away. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Now think with me, think with me, think with me. Without the tragedy, we would have known this. Listen, God, God has God has the privilege of using you as a witness. And the witness he used you at is greater than any earthly thing you may do. Now, this is this is trending girl dads. So now you got fathers seeing what he did and then turning towards their the last verse of the Old Testament, the last chapter of the Old Testament, the last verse of the last book of the last chapter of the Old Testament, a prophecy that is set forth, looking into our time, that unless I turn the heart of the Father back to the children, and the children heart back to the Father, then everything will be so bad. Just a little bit. But because it's the plate 
there's tons and tons of water on top of it, all it takes is just a little bit. And in that little bit of the ship, it sends this great waves. I think we are witnessing a spiritual tonight. Have you caught the wave yet? Have you caught the wave yet? What God is trying to do in your life? Yes, and it begins with, I trust you. You are my source. You are, you are, that, you are that awesome of a God. Tell 
in his daughter's eyes. In his wife's eyes. And I said, only Christ can make a man turn towards his family like it's really all my father. Let him love you. Oh, did you hear that? Let him love you. Then you won't have any trouble loving him. Yeah. 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 Yeah.